Welcome to another episode of the Brutally Honest Podcast. I'm your host, Harrison Barron, and I'm here with you to share my wealth of knowledge with all of you, and to make good and bad decisions with all of you. But, before we get into the podcast, I'd like to say, if you haven't subscribed already, please smash that subscribe button, leave a rating, tell somebody about it. That's how the podcast grows. That's how it's going to get to the next level. You can follow it, uh, Brutally Honest Podcast, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, website Brutally Honest Podcast. I'm your host, Harrison Barron, Harrison underscore Barron on Instagram. And that's pretty much it, folks. That's 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 it. We're going to roll right into this. Um, the my guests, my guests today are some dear friends of mine, Natasha and Michelle. They both own a dance studio over in Nassau County. They're going to tell you all about it, where it's located and all that jazz. But there's so much more to that dance studio and to them that meets the eye. And that's what we're here to discover. Uh, they're absolutely some of my favorite people. I feel like everybody that comes onto the podcast is my favorite people, but uh, it's kind of true. I really don't bring anybody on that I don't like because I think that they're interesting. I really do try to keep it strictly to people that I like and people that I think are interesting. And that's why you have all this. This is why you have me. And we have a great time on the show. It's just how it works, you know? Just the way the cookie crumbles. All right? So, without any further ado, please enjoy the Brutally Honest Podcast. Thank you, Michelle and Natasha. Very good, very good. After our little stop at the gas station next door. Yeah, definitely. I loved it. It was just, a, it was a magical walk. It was a very nice walk. On this absolutely awful day. Beautiful stroll. Well, actually, I came from Queens today and it was sunny. In Queens? Yeah. <gasps> so there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And then I came over here and I was like, what the hell? Gray skies. This is the worst weather. It's humid mm-hmm. and hot and like. And there's no sun. This is like the worst weather for fat people. <laughs> I only say that because I know what it's like. And I nominate myself as being the speaker of the tri- the tribe. It wasn't like that in Queens today. Oh, my God. This whole day. This whole day. He's in the sticky, morning, it like, was like damp. But then after that, it cleared up. We run out of breath going upstairs. Now I'm covered in sweat walking to my car. The 30 feet I have to walk. It's not good. It's not good. At least you have a three-minute commute. I do have a three-minute commute. We could talk about that if you want. You're jealous. <laughs> it's because you have to drive an hour to get to your I job. choose to drive an hour. Oh, that's a nice way of putting it. That is a good way of putting yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I like so that, that way when your boss hears it, he's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Um, no, I give you credit. I could never do the hour commute, although your hours are pretty good. My hours are awesome. I could not do those hours. Those hours would ruin me. I didn't say I was a morning person. I just said I do the hours. That's about it. You're a night person, I assume? I prefer the night. I'm not really the most pleasant person in the morning. I can be fairly cranky. Do you drink coffee? Um, Depends. Typically, you start drinking coffee around Wednesday or Thursday, but throughout the rest of the week, it's herbal tea, which is non-caffeinated. Wow. 
honestly didn't know where that was going. Yeah, me Very either. impressed. I, I was, was like, like oh, no. oh, goodness. What did you just ask? We just opened up a whole can of worms that we are going to get some serious people in trouble now. No. Nope. She's like, nah. Monday, Tuesday, a little Earl Grey in the morning. No big deal. Maybe some mint tea when I feel like it. You know, pinky out, keeping it classy. That's because you're a fitness girl. Right? You know what? Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Honestly, tea's great for like when I don't have coffee available. That's about it. When I feel like I'm about to die, that's when the caffeine is essential. That's extreme. Yeah. When you feel like you're going to die. Well, when you, you know, leave for work at five thirty, six o'clock in the morning, and then you get home throughout the rest of the week at 11 o'clock at night, you'll feel like you're going to die at some point during the day. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, because you have two jobs. Mm-hmm. Yep, we both do. So... We might as well address the elephant in the room. You both own a dance studio. Yes. How and why? And tell me your story. Because I'm dying to hear about it. Even though you kind of gave me like a little teaser before, but like people that are listening have to hear about it. Okay. You want to? Yeah. So um, actually, Misha and I, I'm Tosh, by the way. I'm Misha. Uh, um, we. <laughs> Code names. <laughs> Code names for them. In case you guys didn't know. <laughs> um, so we actually danced since we were young, like since we were two years old. Um, and we actually went to the same dance school. We didn't. I'm a little older, uh, so we didn't dance together, but we went to the same dance school growing up. And we ended up being at the same dance school teaching dance at the same time. And we became oh, friendly. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. It was pretty crazy. It's like fate. We're like meant to be together. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, so we were teaching at dance at the same school and the school was closing and I had the opportunity to open a dance studio and it's always been a dream of mine because wherever I worked, I realized, you know, I can probably make this a little happier. You know, I felt like the owners of the dance studio, yeah, they danced, some of them danced, some of them didn't, um, but they were really money hungry Mm. and I felt like... I have a full-time job. I'm an accountant. Um, for me, it wasn't to make money. Of course, every business should make money. I'm mm. an accountant, but, you know, at the end of the day. But I wanted to open it for the joy of dancing. And I approached Misha, and at first she was a little uh, hesitant. She was like, no, you know, she didn't have that business mindset. And I said, listen, all you have to do is partner with me. Uh, take on some management responsibility and I explained what those things were but I was like we can make this our own and put like our love into it and make it like something that people will enjoy instead of them think like I felt like every time I was at a studio you always felt like oh she's trying to get more money out of me yeah and so instead of you coming to dance and enjoying it and letting letting it be your outlet being with other women, a place where you can feel comfortable, sexy, everything. Um, and I should go. <laughs> I mean, you can come to Zumba. I occasionally provide jello shots and cookies. Yeah, see? It's just like a... That sounds great. It is. A really cookies? nice Oh, because that's exactly what I need is more cookies. Well, that's how we keep them coming back. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you better have some bomb-ass cookies. <laughs> I mean, I do. I'm a fabulous baker. That's good to know. Of desserts. And baker she, of she desserts. makes some great jello shots. All right, maybe I'll do Zumba, even mm-hmm. though it's in Guam, but okay. East Meadow. Yeah. Um, Guam. East Meadow. <laughs> this is Guam. Yes. Yeah, for you guys. 
I can't. Thanks for taking the ride out here, by the way. Thanks. I mean, I just moved out here, but it's still Guam. <laughs> <laughs> As she nods her head. It's true. <laughs> okay, so you started this whole dance studio. You serve alcohol sometimes. sometimes. You should serve alcohol all the time. I feel like that would just. So usually there's a bar next door. Right now it's under renovation. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. We don't really need to because there's a bar next door, so we take class, and then we go next door, take a shot, come back. No. Swear. <laughs> sometimes. That's cool. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it happens a lot. Now, what is the age More ranges often. that you're teaching? Are they younger kids? Are they adults? All are adults. They- so All adult. no children are no. going to be taking shots next well, door. I, no. Well, uh, no, <laughs> no, obviously. <laughs> I think you guys would have some other concerns on your hands. No, no, no. So typically the youngest... Uh, student that we have is 17 18 and then up yeah so anyone who is a minor needs like a parent consent um, oh wow but okay. it's an it's a adult fitness studio mm-hmm. just so uh just because i felt we both felt once you're out of college there's nowhere for you to dance sure so why not make a place where adults can dance and not feel judged and you don't have to feel like you need to be on broadway that's typically how I got into the industry with it. I danced growing up. I danced in college. I was on my school's hip-hop team, so we did halftime shows. And then when college was done, it just felt like dance was done for me. And I was like, I, I felt lost. I had the opportunity to start teaching again. And I just felt like I didn't, that whatever was I felt was missing in my life finally came back. And I honestly cannot imagine myself not doing this anymore because when I was looking into studios to go back to dancing again it was a lot of you could join the recital with the girls who are 16 and 17 and I didn't want to be like that old weird lady in class because (laughs) you're old well you know what to a 16 year old when like a 28 year old all of a sudden comes into class you're like why are you here shouldn't you be in like a retirement home well a lot of them think that way but whatever so it was it was just a nice way to not feel like You know, you're getting ready for a recital with a bunch of kids and it's an actual adult environment and it's very warm and loving. I love my ladies. And to add on to that, basically, um, you can go there and dance, but it's like you're the only one. It's not really. Don't break it. Jesus Christ. That just pulled right out. (laughs) Pull out game strong. Um, So (laughs) continue. Sorry. It was was just too easy. Eh, It's fine. Yeah. So. you're like literally the only person who's over 21 in the room. That's because they don't cater to the like those adults. What they'll let you in, um, but it's just it's yeah. They're like, hey, uh, we're not gonna not take your money. So yeah, exactly. come on in and dance with us. That's exactly what it's like. Uh, you can hang out. You could basically be the daycare teacher, and <laughs> we're gonna take your money on top of that. <laughs> Sounds no, great. It's true. I've yeah. been to studios growing up where we had women who were in their 30s and 40s in class, and you know they're buying costumes with us and it's you know do you if that's really what you want to do but so now do you guys have recitals or you're just like fuck it come hang out dance and if you want to come jam out on with us on like a friday night um so we have our version of a recital it's our showcase and we do it around our each year anniversary for the studio oh that's cool it's you don't have to do it it's a complete volunteer basis so it's a chance for the girls to show off what they've been doing in class, what they've been working on themselves. And we've had people who will do 
songs because they like singing on the side. So even though we don't necessarily offer like any singing classes, they just want to show off their talents. I've I've wow. had girls who've done belly dance with me, Zumba with me. We've had girls show off their aerial hoop skills, their pole dancing skills, their silk skills. Pole dancing skills. I mean, listen, I mean, yes, it, some of it can be raunchy, but we've had girls who, you know, get, that, I've known get some crazy girls that are Disney fucking songs. ripped because of that stuff. Like, holy Jesus, like muscular. It's funny because we'll get phone calls and people will be like, how do I get ready for pole dance? And we're like, you have to take pole dancing classes. They're like, no, 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 no. Like, what do I need to do at the gym? And I've seen gym rats come into the studio and they're like, this is easy. And then all of a sudden they're like, what sweet hell is this? I can't do this. And. I have trouble rolling out of bed, like getting out of bed in the morning, let alone exercise. That's a whole nother problem I have to deal with. I'm just kidding. God. I run twice a day, add a beer and to go get more. It's a speedway. So, yeah, to speed. Yeah, I run. I take my nice stroll behind the building so my town doesn't know that I drink a lot. Well, now that your town knows a secret. So the, when, I, when I first moved in here, I walked to Speedway and picked up two 36 packs of Bud Light. And I was like, eh, I'll walk around the front of the building. And the amount of people that pass by this building at that convenient time, they're like, dude, where are you walking with all this alcohol? And I'm like, <laughs> my office? <laughs> where else would I be walking? They're just jealous. Uh, most people are when they come here. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. This is a better office than most people have. I like it. I like it. Thanks. Yeah, I like our here? studio, too. Yep. So. Your studio? Yeah. I my... can imagine. Yeah. I can't. I mean. There's like poles in it. And Aerial unicorns. unicorns. Dollars. Wait, unicorns? Yes. Yeah. That's our mascot. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Why mm-hmm. a unicorn? Because we're unicorns. Yeah. We're magical dancers. Unicorns dream big and so do we. Aww. Have you ever seen a unicorn? Have you? Have you? Yeah. What do you mean? Just because I mean, you can't see it doesn't mean it's not real. Also, unicorn oh, in boy. the finance Just world like is Earth. like... A billion dollar company. What just is? saying. Unicorns. What is yeah, what do you mean it's a billion dollar? Like the idea of a unicorn is a billion dollars? When you when they talk about unicorn as a company, like Is that an is that the name of a company? No. That's like a term, a business term. Oh, never heard of it. Interesting. Look it up. I'm going to right now. <laughs> For some reason I feel like I'm going to get this majestic horse <laughs> with rainbows through just its hair like put, like, and a giant fucking spike. <laughs> Made for killing out of the front of its forehead. <laughs> made for killing. <laughs> that's if, you know, people mess with you. That's what it, that's for. But Everyone, otherwise, they're magical. A unicorn, the definition according to Wikipedia, is a legendary, <laughs> legendary creature that has been described since antiquity as a beast with a single, large, pointed, spiraling horn projecting from its forehead i know a couple of guys okay like so that. investopedia says <laughs> Sorry, really because i know a bunch of women with two horns weirdly <laughs> enough so investopedia says a unicorn is a startup company with a value of over one billion dollars um i don't think you're a startup at a billion dollars i know but it's the- like hey um I hang out with Bill Gates every day. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we're still in startup mode. We're still in startup mode. We're not trying to take over still the world. Still growing, yet. I yeah, guess. Yeah, we're only valued at a billion dollars. No big deal. Like, I could literally wipe my ass with hundreds and make more money. Thank you. No. You're not a startup anymore after a billion dollars. I'm sorry. I'm going to take that away from you. <laughs> um, every once in a while, I get into the sadistic side of the internet, and I came across unicorns, but like the anime 
killing machines that they are. Oh, Jesus. It's pretty sadistic. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. But every once in a while, you know, you get people like Pokemon. I'm sure you guys both know what Pokemon is, right? Yes. So, of course, there's good artists that make them look very friendly. And then there's bad artists that make them look like absolute killers. Imaginary creatures that are killers. And I happen to find a unicorn that was pretty. I'm going to see if I can find it now. As terrible as it sounds. Oh, God. No, we only like unicorns that are nice and mm-hmm. friendly and magical and flying. And non-existent? Listen. And that's a- <laughs> Listen. <laughs> um, we consider ourselves unicorns. Mm-hmm. That's good, though. So you're killers. Yes. No. What? <laughs> we have conflicting love- ideas about this. <laughs> she didn't even, it didn't even take her as, yes. Uh, no. Don't include me in that group. We have yin and yang here, apparently. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's why we get along. Business. Yeah. You know, usually and outside of this. <laughs> yeah, the, obviously. the studio. No, we must make money. <laughs> yeah, no, that's no, exactly what it's like. No, it's true because. Okay, so being totally honest, a lot of people because Tosh can be very blunt very quickly, automatically assume Tosh is you know, for lack of a better term, the asshole amongst both of us. But meanwhile, when her and I are typically discussing business topics, I'm usually the one who's like, fuck this shit. Fuck that. We're doing it this way. And she's like, are you sure? I don't know. And then she'll just like say it. Everyone's like, wow, Tasha's mean. I'm like, no, no, no. That was my idea. Asshole. So usually I'm the delivery person because I could just because usually people don't like to like mess with me. Sure. Because I'll, you know, basically kick their ass. But. Because, you know, magical unicorn killers. you got to run like 30 <laughs> feet to kick my... I will drop that in a heartbeat. <laughs> Fuck, I'm going nowhere fast. Shit. So, um, I love being fat. You but I usually fat just for days. deliver all of the, the messaging. And so... But I'm like... I keep her, you know, as like the nice one, but... No, it's right. Because usually yeah. when they're like, do you know what Tosh said? I'm like, yeah. You know who told Tosh that? Me. <laughs> So it's funny, but I still have that bad like rep of like the hard ass. But we we'll alternate. You know, some days you'll be good it's cop, business. some days I'll be bad cop, and then sometimes I'm a good cop and you're a bad cop. Yeah, so it works out. I and like that, it. And that's how it all started. Oh, I don't know. We went on like a whole different tangent of killing unicorns. Yeah, yeah. of unicorn. How killers. it started was I approached her to open the business, and we basically wanted to build a community. And for fitness and for adults. Yeah. And it's a co-ed studio, but we have mostly women. So we wanted to just make sure that people who come into our space feel safe, can dance, feel confident about themselves. Like no one's really watching you. Um, I am. I'm definitely watching. <laughs> we know everything that goes on. Yeah. yeah. but um, How long is she going to be here for? Because she is awful. <laughs> No, we've never so we, had that conversation. So we, yeah, um, never. Yeah, never. never. We, uh, so you, you probably hear drums right now. There, my my neighbor is a uh, is a music teacher, and when I was building this studio, because I I literally built it. Um, Good job. Thanks. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. And we heard this one poor little girl. I could. I don't know what she looks like, so I can be completely unbiased. Um, <laughs> She was singing, and all of a sudden, my dad goes, wow, she's great. I go, dad, my ears are bleeding. What are you talking about? He goes, no, I mean, great for business. She's going to be there forever. And I was like, oh, that poor girl is going to take lessons forever and still probably suck. 
Oh, no, they get better with lessons. Some people do. They get better over time. Quick U turn. Quick U turn. This is the right way to go. Nope, never mind. Yeah, that's how she's like, somebody's going to listen to this before they sign up for my dancing. And. I have to deliver on a promise that I can't do. Yeah, I was like, wait, sometimes <laughs> it's not meant for everyone. <laughs> sure, show us what you got. Look, come here, come here, little Susan. You see that? That's the door. <laughs> Don't ever come back. Oh, no, we've yeah. never She's done like, that. no, that's dollar signs. Don't do that. We'll teach her for a little while and see if she still sucks. So we offer like. You can be brutally honest. It's okay. <laughs> we offer so many classes, so we might steer them a certain way. Yeah. So. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So it's not like they don't have anything to do. We might just be like, hey, you're better at this. Look how yeah. you do, you're do. you doing this. Yeah. You're better at not dancing. Just stand <laughs> here. That'd be great. You're better at just posing right there. Do not move. Can you One hour. <laughs> Hold the camera. Can you take pictures of the class? Thanks. <laughs> Could you video us? Actually, you're better at being a videographer. Thanks. <laughs> what time do your parents come to get you? <laughs> Not soon enough. Now I'm wheezing. <laughs> really, so he just got me to snort. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh and snort, people. Laugh and snort. It's like, I don't... <sighs> Treat other people the way you want to be treated. And I like to be honest with people. <laughs> You're really awful. <laughs> no, really, you can be honest with me. Okay, that really was not good. Look, we will take Why? your money for the rest of time. But you're not getting any better. Honestly, none of our students like to be us to be honest with them. They nope. don't like it. They do not. Some of them why? Do. Why now? Why do you think that? I'm very curious. So I had this whole big discussion yesterday in my class that I was teaching, and I was kind of brutally honest. I like the name. Yes. Good name. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like Tosh. Are you ever going to be nice to us? I'm like, well, maybe when you do something right, I will. Oh, 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 shit! And all of a sudden, their payments are declined next month. Fuck them! Tosh, what happened? I was so, yeah, I was so frustrated. I was like, what the hell? I'm like, don't you come here to dance and learn? The whole time, all I was hearing was complaints. And I'm like, do you want to do the class? Or do you want me to teach it? I'm your instructor. Yeah, because uh, if you teach the class, it's going to look like everybody just fell down a flight of stairs and tried to walk afterwards. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Better me. So they were all like, no, we want to do it. And then I'm like, well, you came for this specific thing and you're not doing it. What kind of class was this? Or you can't say it because one of your students might hear it and they'll know who they are. Oh, no, they all know. I don't care. It was <laughs> she, she said it out loud, so we're good. Yeah, it was learn okay. to invert. So what on, is that? on a um, learn on a to pole. go upside down on a pole, on a pole, you learn oh. how to go upside down. I like my feet planted on the ground. Thank you very much. Yeah. So basically, uh, most actually everyone did it, but they were just like, they were just <laughs> Harrison's like, this is boring. I gotta go. I don't like it. <laughs> no, um, we're good. <laughs> so basically, everyone was able to go upside down. It just was really hard getting there because all i heard was complaints they didn't want to do half of the things i wanted to do like there's conditioning involved 
So they didn't want to do the conditioning piece. And I was like, well, if you Is don't want to do the, the conditioning shampoo? piece, yes. Dad uh, joke level 9,000 right <laughs> oh there. Yeah, it was like, a way to be. <laughs> wow. Wow. The driest joke ever. Dry shampoo. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, me too, and I was going to say that. Like dry shampoo. So <laughs> they didn't want to do the me. conditioning piece. And so I was like, well, if you don't want to do that, you can't go upside down. See, like, with what does conditioning involve? I'm sorry. Abs. Things are just going to help strengthen you to do things. So what a lot of people don't realize is that when me and Tosh get frustrated and we get like sassy with the class and we say you things say like, angry. what the fuck are you doing? She it's likes not, to curse. I do. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I curse a lot. It's bad. It's, it's not that like we're trying to be discouraging we're getting frustrated for you because we want to see everybody succeed and we don't want to see people half-ass certain things and then all of a sudden go... Good recovery. No, but it's true. Like We don't want to see people like half-ass certain moves and then go like, no, I just want to learn something new. Like We want to see everybody excel with what they're yeah. doing. No, absolutely. That I do believe. Yeah, because we didn't open the studio for us. We weren't like, oh my God, let's throw a bunch of money down the drain so we can dance. Like, why <laughs> yeah, would we you do that? I mean, if give we all your to money do... to me. <laughs> we could have just rented space at so that point. So we want to see other people succeed. So I totally, like for, for me yesterday, it was really frustrating because I'm like, you want to come to class and learn how to go upside down, yet you don't want to do any of the steps to get there. So why would I even allow you to go upside down? It's very dangerous. Uh, yeah, I saw a stripper on Facebook smash her head into the. Oh really? You gotta floor. send me oh, that my video. God, yeah. I've seen students smash their head. <laughs> yeah. Into the floor. Oh my god! Every I we get have tagged, a crash mat, you know. We've got four. I get tagged in the funniest stuff on the internet. That sounds very conceited, but uh, <laughs> but I have, I have friends that tag me in some some quite funny things, and one of them was a stripper who, I guess, overstepped her talents. And, like, I guess did, like, some kind of, like, pretzel lock in the air and then was, like, completely upside down and loosened it up and, like, went to the ground. But maybe, like, miscalculated the ground and, like, smashed her head against it. Oh, she did oh, the death drop off. and then just didn't realize where she was. Yes. Yeah. It's so... Yeah, she came down pretty quick. So there's, like, drops and pull to kind of, like, entice the audience, I guess. So... Or scare the shit out of them. Yeah, so it's basically... Yeah. <laughs> So basically, or you like, get them to run. <laughs> there's like strategic ways of like dropping and then landing like five inches above the ground. I guess she just missed her mark. I mean, yeah. we've seen girls who like watch everybody like do the the drops and like some people are like, oh my god, that's so cool. And then we've had people go, ah! yeah, no, oh my not god, into oh my god, that. Oh my god, oh my god. So I I have to ask this question that it's a burning question in in my mind. Do it. How many of your students are strippers? We only had one. No, we've had a couple. Who? Oh, well, you can't say that. Yeah, don't, don't <laughs> say that. Not a good idea. No, we've, we've had a couple. We've had a couple of uh, people ask if it will help their career. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. But I don't think they were strippers yet. No, some of them were. Or just getting into it. Misha saw them. Live. JK. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm not going to. Listen, I've, I've got... I'm going to support my students. Are you kidding me? <laughs> She's like, absolutely. If my dollars help them get to class tomorrow... I taught her how to do that. That is money well spent. Okay? <laughs> money well spent. No, but it's true. I've, I've actually talked to um, managers of strip clubs, and they talk about the comparison of what some girls walk off stage with in comparison to somebody else. And oh, 100%. the ones who can 
trick and are fluid with it walk off with bang. The ones who are honestly just walking and twerking, it looks cute for a little bit, but then all of a sudden, like, there's just no excitement. So I've seen girls who look like they're walking off stage with, you know, a good, like, $200 after one run and then another girl who walks off with hopefully ten dollars and yeah because they're up there for like three minutes so you can't just be like i guess some guys might like that damn yeah but three minutes and they make a two hundred dollars i'm gonna start stripping no i mean you go like multiple times but you're there for one song let's say it's three minutes some places a couple of songs but the girls who do more tricks get more money and the ones who don't go near the pole it's just they're like that awkward buffer. They're there, but they're not really there. Yeah, it's like the showgirls that go on last. They're usually I've seen the ones. go-go dancers have more energy than some strippers. And I'm I like, have no oh. idea what a go-go dancer is. Like the girls that dance in a box sometimes. Yeah. Like cage dancers. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know anything about this. I've never been to a strip club. She can't even hold a straight face. She's like, uh, that's a lie. I saw you there last week. That's weird. I didn't go last week. I went yesterday. <laughs> that's more like it. Um, oh, God almighty. My audience is going to be like, Harrison, what the fuck did you do? So uh, no, it's we don't be more like, who are these girls? Have them on all the time. <laughs> so just to say that we don't train strippers we train right. for pole dance and fitness of course um but some strippers trickle in you know yep we don't we don't um discriminate at all no. so everyone's welcome majority of our students will do pole dancing for the fitness for fun and we've actually had some girls who go to pole dancing competitions for us that's wild yes that's wild there's actually a movement to put pole dancing in the Olympics, especially since this past uh, winter it got now recognized as an international sport. In favor. I will vote for it. It's Absolutely. insane, though. Those it, people are insane, if you, like, on the pole. That's like CrossFit. Putting yeah. That, like, it's like full no, body CrossFit cal- calisthenics. Do what they do. It's Wait. calisthenics, basically. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, calisthenics is huge. Yeah. I do 12-ounce curls. That's about it. Of what? Packs? Beer? <laughs> there's one actually that's two uh, no well, it's one that's one oh that is well I, I did a lot of curl i probably did like maybe eight or ten curls on that one and then uh, that was no it's curl number one on this one next set here we go no yeah, yeah. <laughs> next set oh my god um you gotta alternate arms one arm's gonna get really big i i do i do <laughs> <Some> jerking off <laughs> oh jesus oh <laughs> natasha yeah, uh, I would really like to keep this G <laughs> if we can, because that'd be like that'd be really good because I'm an accountant. And meanwhile, Misha just blew it all up for me. <laughs> and then Misha's like, uh, "I'm gonna go help our students in the strip club, so our dollars are gonna get recycled back to us." Okay? She's all about the the studio, so it's cool. So all you guys work day jobs, and then at night you go to the studio and work all night. Yes. Fuck, that's a lot of work. It is. It's worth it. Now, what's the oldest person you have? No. Like a hundred? We used to no. We used to have someone in their sixties. Um, do you know? It's not bad. Yeah, but that's about it. That's the oldest I've ever taught. And doing the pole dancing. Yeah, pole dancing. Holy shit! That husband's got to be so happy. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. That's probably the one cutting the check. He's like, this is money well spent. 
Yeah, definitely. Michelle is laughing, trying not to laugh so hard on air. <laughs> and Natasha's like, you suck. <laughs> I don't, even though she's looking at me, her partner in crime is the one doing all the laughing. Just so people can get a better idea of what's actually going I'm on in the studio. I'm not laughing at all. Stern face all the way. Stone cold. <laughs> Such a bitch. God. And this is what... Natasha's like, yeah. Oh, and the, oh, the best. I'm gonna rent Natasha out so hard. Yeah, well, thanks. No problem. I no problem. Well, I never met Michelle, so I just yeah. knew you. Yeah. So we walk in. Natasha's like, oh, you got anything to drink? I'm like, sure. Go check open the. Go check out the fridge. <laughs> She's like, oh, you only have two two uh, spike seltzers. I'm like, yeah, we can go get more if you'd like. I didn't know we were gonna get hammered on the goddamn podcast. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. <laughs> was even a fucking thought i was like oh, oh all right i guess we're gonna get we're drinking on the podcast i mean like, there's two of us what do you think we're gonna share a fucking spice spike seltzer well you're not even drinking them anymore. you didn't even drink now they're still sitting in there they're still sitting in the goddamn fridge it's the one flavor i don't even like like you're like oh, i'm gonna drink it i'm like fuck yes i get that shit out of my fridge all right and you come die. back and you don't even drink it oh my God. Shit's gonna haunt me for the next fucking month. Somebody else is gonna have to come by and drink that shit. Oh my god, I'm crying. I'm crying. So it's on the back right, back right. So Misha's going to get the the alcohol right now. I'm not. Oh yeah, it is good. Like Bring it. Bring me one. I like all the other ones. Thanks. Oh, now you're gonna drink it. How convenient. Well, because you made such a big deal about good. it. Well, now I have more in my fridge. <laughs> Michelob Ultra. <laughs> Michelob Ultra, guys. Hey. That's what Harrison drinks. Uh, I have bo- I have hard liquor here. Yeah, okay. He's and drinking wine. Li- Michelob Ultra. I'm drinking a Blue Point Mother Pumpkin Ale. <laughs> they should have just wrote Motherfucking Pumpkin Ale. It would have been so much better. Mother Pumpkin. It's all about that pumpkin. If you've never had that oh before. Oh my god, that is delicious. Oh. I had an ex-boyfriend to turn me on to that. That's it. It's, hooked. it's not the only thing you turn you mm-hmm. on to. I was, I was thinking. Uh, oh, that sucks. Whoever oh. you are, <laughs> she did not even. Not she even doesn't a, like not you. Not even a smirk came out of that one. So you fucked up somewhere, buddy. No, still love and care about him, just not in that way anymore. She always says that about all of her exes. They all hold a special place in my heart. Oh God. Some of them it's like, hey, deeper if, in the grave than others. If you were gonna be in a car accident, I would push you in the way. That's all. I mean, I'm not going to disagree with some of them. Let's... Wait, what? You would push them in the way or push them out of the way? I'd push them in the way. You would? Some of them? No. Yeah, we probably need it. You're we right. probably need it. I'd trip them. Like, oh, how convenient. I happen to go down to tie my shoe at that time. <laughs> <laughs> Fall forward and push them into the oncoming traffic. <laughs> no, I would never do that. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, God. That's terrible. It's yeah, a, we just went down a really dark. We did like the dark killing path. unicorns that I pulled up. Yeah, I never showed Wait, you. Wait, yeah. So is it a real? Uh, yes, absolutely. So not real. That's why he can't find it. Mm. Enough is anything behind the screen. Oh no! So, so that's one sadistic unicorn. Oh, that's so scary. Uh, here's another one. What this is one, that? How? This is what happens when you go on the internet. Uh, that's I think it's a bunny with a with horn. a unicorn. The, oh God, with blood on it. Oh, um, God. Oh, there was one. There was a little one. With a teddy What did bit. you look up? Uh, oh, here you go. I'll cut you. Unicorns? What do you think that spike is there for? Massaging? No, it's for killing. It's for magic. 
Oh my lord. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have done no drugs <laughs> other than alcohol. I swear to God. Shit just keeps getting weirder and weirder. And I googled unicorn killer cartoons. God. They're going to get out of here and be like, we can never tell anybody about this podcast because neither one of us are ever going to run for office. But they're, yeah, they're killing machines. I'm telling you. Why else would they have a giant spork? Giant spork. Spike. <laughs> that is kind of funny. I'm a unicorn with a spork. Thank you very much. Conveniently, it's used for killing soup and, and. salads. Thank you. That's the multitasker. And maybe a See, little... See, look. How magical is that? I mean... Feed me and tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> and then kill me afterwards. Oh no, my... I don't want to get killed. No, I said feed me and tell me I'm pretty. But That's it. It's a killer unicorn. I don't understand the killing part. Oh, my goodness. I was happier. Feed me and tell me I'm pretty. Kill your exes, then. No. <laughs> they all have a special were... place in their heart. Well, you originally were throwing them into I wasn't an uncommon serious. car. I wasn't going to do that. Not all of them, just some. We probably need it, honestly. Let's be honest. Some of them probably would walk in front of it on their own free will. <laughs> True story. <laughs> God, that's terrible. Brutally honest. <laughs> <laughs> I could get away with it. Brutally honest. <laughs> As she looks off into the su- setting sun, aka my blue and I'm looking American off into the wall. setting sun of the majestic unicorn with its killer horn right there. Jeez. That's actually kind it was of scary a joke. if you like. Natasha's going to go back and be like, we are covering up every fucking unicorn <laughs> in the studio. We cannot do this shit anymore. It's rainbows and clouds. Oh. No, rainbows never killed nobody. They just hide gold. That's it. <laughs> Okay, that's what we're doing. <laughs> oh, no, I'm okay with unicorns killing people that need to be killed. Wow, that's morbid. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How are we still on this conversation? Honestly, I don't know. I'm like trying to figure out what we could veer off to. And then she's like, I'm okay with unicorns <laughs> killing people. I am. That's fine. No, like people that need to be killed. You don't think anyone needs to be killed? Some people need to be like. Most people that drive in the morning. <laughs> Actually, yes, not you. Out. I've never driven with you, but I tell you what, my uh, <laughs> my seven a.m. to seven forty-five crowd that I that I travel with in the morning. Um, I saw. A, Where I saw are you a, going at that time? Three minutes uh, to here. To my no. net, to our networking group. Oh yeah, on Thursdays. Once every other week. Oh, that is the d day for me. It's the worst day of the week. The worst Same. two days in the month. It's too early. Hey, well, yeah, you're coming from Queens. Yeah. I still can't believe you live in Queens. Although, great halal food. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, there was a... You travel generally with the exact same people almost every morning. Yep. A little fun fact. Isn't that fucking wild? But nobody talks to each other because they're in the cars. I'm okay with it. Like, just pretty wild. I thought about that the other day. And I've seen similar cars and stuff like that driving. And I'm like, oh, I wonder who that person is. And I don't know. No, does no does nobody else think about this shit when they're in the? No, I, I have. Though. I have, but I I just don't care. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I've definitely recognized the same car. Oh, go, fuck like, my for, life. Like four days in a row, and I'm like, oh, cool. I guess we leave at the same time. And then I stop seeing them. So. 
That's it. They're dead to me. Oh, that's also morbid. Okay. They don't want to hang out with me on the road anymore. I re- well, I-, I always thought about, like, there was, when I used to, I used to live out east, by the way. Where'd I used you to live? live in Hop Hog. Oh, okay. So, like, this is familiar. I didn't realize I needed to take seven ha- highways to get here, but, yeah. So, I used to live in, we like, counted. Islandia. We did count. We did count earlier. Um, Hop Hog area. Sure. Uh, so, there was this woman. She used to be in my complex, and we used to leave at the same time. And go kind of in a similar, like, direction. Like, I think I got off at an earlier exit than she did. Like, almost every day. And I was like, I should probably talk to her and see, like, maybe we could, like, do, like, a drop-off or something. You know, like, wh- what is that called? Like The carpool? Yeah, but, like, the little service area where you can, like, drop the person off. I just call it a oh, like off. a parking ride? Yeah, yeah, parking okay. ride thing. And then I was like, nah, I don't want to be stuck in the office. Oh, like stuck <laughs> in the car with her. See, <laughs> Some random par- person. Like, carpooling's cool until those two people don't work the identical job. And then somebody gets off early and they're like, great, I got off early today. I can't even fucking leave this hellhole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's, so that's the shitty like, part about it. Yeah. And I, I also, I know that she was in my complex, so she's probably somewhat trustworthy. But I was like, uh. I don't know. Based on the fact that they live in your complex, they're trustworthy? I don't know. I mean, I see them all the time. At the time, when I lived in Hop Hog. Not now. I don't know. I, I mean, like, if something happened, I know where she lives, basically. Oh, uh, I true. know where you live. <laughs> so. Yeah. Hey, uh, by the way, if you kill me, I know where you live. <laughs> okay? So you can't kill me. I'll tell my whole family where I am. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. And where you live. And your car license. Did you have a nice car? I ju- no. I, tr- I trust people based on their car. If they don't have a nice car, then I'm like, I don't know if I trust you. I do exactly the same thing. It's really bad. I have friends that are very trustworthy that drive hoopties. But like, if I don't know you, your car is the first thing I look so at. So one time I met this financial planner. And he, like, gave this whole, like, we met at Starbucks. He gave this, this like, hot, steamy story, whole, whole, like, spiel, whatever. He walks away. And I'm like, I'm going to, I'm like, oh, you know, nice meeting. I'm just going to grab another coffee. He leaves. I watch him walk into his car. And I'm like, no way am I doing business with this guy. Because he, no offense to anyone who drives this, but got into a Toyota Corolla. So... Wow. I was like, no. Fucked up. I'm driving a Toyota Camry as my rental car. <laughs> yeah, Camry's okay, but a That's Corolla? Your rental. Yeah, it's 07. I feel like I'm in the Stone Age. I don't even have Bluetooth. Wait, why do you have a rental that's an 07? Because I got into a car accident. They give you an 07 rental? I know. No, that I, is not true. I sh- it's in the parking lot. <laughs> what, what do you think? I rode here on my fucking unicorn? <laughs> this magical creature that kills things and dropped me off? No! No, you would be dead if you did that. No, I would tame it to kill other things. <laughs> oh, God. Um, no, I did not ride my magical unicorn here. I rode my shitty 2007 Toyota Camry here. That's all right. I it said has Corolla. pushed the start, though. I said Corolla. I know. I like the Corolla, though. Well, it's now not that they far made off of the Camry. They now made it much better. Yeah. This was like a story from, like, I don't know, I'm pretty old, like 10 years ago or something. How old are you? Can't say. No, I'm just kidding. I'm pretty old. I'm older than you guys. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) 
Oh. I'm 34. Are you really? God damn, you are old. Yeah. God. You're not old. She's just saying that. <laughs> no, I'm not. Because she's like... 34 is really not no, old. No, because when I'm 34, I want you to tell me that I'm not old, too. I'm like, paying it forward. I'll be God like 104 it. at that time. How do you age? <laughs> um, Dancing keeps me young. That's why yeah. I do it. Dancing's good for you. Going upside down is good for you, your wrinkles. I did that once. Long story. Yeah, now I want to know. So I was at a uh, function. Uh, I can't really specify what function, but I was at a function. Mm-hmm. Uh, it happened to be at a catering hall. And uh, one of my friends that I knew, who happens to be quite muscular, for some reason I thought it was a good idea, and I was pretty intoxicated. I figured, why don't I just have him throw me up in the air like I'm a cheerleader? Oh my god. Why would you ever think that was a good idea? Because he was fairly intoxicated. Did you not hear the beginning of the Yeah, but I would never have anyone throw me up in the air. I'm like 275 pounds, so I'm definitely not light. And this gentleman happens to be quite strong. And I'm like, this would be a great idea. You could throw me up in the air like Dirty Dancing, and I guess I'll just figure out the landing while I'm up there. Spoiler alert: she got caught, but who got? Wait, who got? No, caught? she got caught. She catch her. Oh yeah, not me. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, so I run and jump, and this gentleman grabs my hips and throws me in the air, but I don't get very high. I'm probably like a foot or two off the ground, and I'm like, all right, so I need to jump with more power to get higher, so they can throw me up in the air. So the only logical thing is to back up another 15 or 20 feet and then try again. So I waltz over and leap into the air and grabs me on the hips. And I go right over. Like up, down, skydiving face first into the very hard dance floor. Ouch. And I had like a I had a bruise and welt on my head for like three weeks. There was a lot of force behind that welt. Although I think the alcohol helped me reduce the the, the bruising and well, the inflammation. So what happened at the rest of the party? Nothing. I just continued to dance like nothing ever happened. <laughs> like I put ice on my head, the girl I was with helped take care of me. Uh, Aww. thank you, thank you, Sarah. Um and then uh yeah, we put ice on my head for a few minutes and then I was Tearing it up again on the dance floor, not knowing anything that I was doing. That's my dancing story. All right. Not a dancer. Everybody's a dancer. When there's enough alcohol involved. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for some people. I don't know. Not for me. Not a dancer. I need I need to be heavily intoxicated. I don't know why either. I just I have no rhythm. That's the thing. I have no rhythm. I feel like if you got really drunk and you were on the dance floor, you'd be doing all like the most craziest moves out there. Oh, I do. Oh, yeah. I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. Clearly. My confidence level goes from like here to like the moon when I'm hammered. It's great. I can do any dance move. He's altered. He's altering his mental state. Yeah. Good term. Yeah. I was like, damn. Thank you. (laughs) Spike seltzer. This is your brain on Spike Seltzer. Um, yeah, so that was that's my story of me trying to dance. Uh, do not recommend doing that, especially if you're a larger person. You need to find somebody that can lift you and hold you and catch you if you don't land correctly. But we could definitely say that, you know, majority of the problem was your dance partner for not knowing how to catch you and how to. I don't think themselves. he even could have caught me. 
like most people. I'm not very tiny. It's okay. No, just no. It's- Wait, so did he like grab your hips? Oh yeah, and moved it like over his head. And oh he yeah. Just well, he didn't went- go straight up. He went back. Yeah, yeah he yeah, went yeah. back. No. Yeah. Well, yeah, and yeah, so I. So he like grabbed you and went like up over yeah. his head. Catch, catch hips up, down, bang. A good yeah, part I mean, of it was his fault. His? What is he gonna do? He should have gone like he shouldn't. He should have gone, gone like straight. This. He should have gone like, straight. Yeah, not like this. That's what I'm saying. Sure. Why don't we call him in here and you can give him <laughs> lessons? Conveniently, you're both dance teachers. Sounds good. Catch hey, me. Hey, uh, friend, for next year, this is what we're going to do to entertain the entire crowd. Not what we did last year. I like it. Yeah, I think we should. Get him in here. Do it. I'll, I'll mention it to him. I'll mention it to him. Um, this would be great. Yeah, it didn't go so well. So that's my dancing stories. I, mean, I tore a meniscus dancing, actually. Really? really? Ba- oh, oh, yeah. jeez. Uh Similar Did you get surgery? Yeah, similar function several years earlier. Uh I was dancing obliterated. Um and I woke up the next morning and tried to roll out of bed and put my right leg down and collapsed to the floor. Like could not support any weight on my right leg. And then of course my mom's like a nurse. So she's like, You're fine, you just you danced. You not you don't normally dance, you'll be fine. I'm like, Mom. My leg is like four times the size it's supposed to be. There's probably something wrong here. And she's like, "No, nah, you'll be fine. We'll put, we'll put, we'll ice it down. And you'll put a little bandage on it. You'll be good to go. Like a little like ace wrap." Wait, every nurse is like the same. My mom's a nurse practitioner. She does the same thing to me. Yeah, she's I like, think "Oh, you'll be every fine." Every nurse or like any parent who's in the medical field is afraid that their kids are going to be like, "Ha I'm going to milk the system right now." Nope. My mom was like, "No, nah, you'll be fine." I mean, so my like, mom's not a nurse, but she would be like, suck it up. Go to school. Even if you're bleeding out of your head, I'm going to make you try. Oh, my. Yeah, had, that was my mom, too. I, I was like, jo- I could be dying. I had a yes, concussion man. in seventh grade, and I don't remember this because I had a concussion, and I you know, lost a good chunk of memory for my life. But apparently my Is that mom what was happens in the- when you have a concussion? You lose memory? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. I had no idea what was going on, but apparently, according to my dad, my mom was asking the doctor, so can she go to school tomorrow? And the doctor's looking at her like, um, no, she needs to stay home. She has a brain bruise. Can't yeah, go to it's pretty, pretty severe. I've definitely gotten several concussions I've never been diagnosed for. But a lot of people have. I have thought do? I got a concussion, but I'm pretty sure I remember stuff. So I, maybe I have Some are more severe than others. That's crazy. I'm actually surprised I didn't get hurt in my car accident, though, to, to bring it all back. You have, do you get, I guess you didn't see Instagram or Facebook. I don't know if I'm friends with you. We're not friends. Whoa. We on should Facebook. be friends okay. now. On Facebook. Wait, you guys are on Facebook together? No, you just said no, we're no. not friends. Like, that was like. Oh, harsh. on Facebook. On, on Facebook. Facebook. On yeah. Facebook. <laughs> or, on, yeah. or on Instagram. We're definitely friends we're in real life. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. My car got pretty banged up, and uh, miraculously, I didn't go to the hospital. Wow. My mechanic was like, what hospital are you? And I was like, I didn't go. And he's like, how? And I was like. So what happened? Um, I guess I'm going to self-incriminate voluntarily. But Wait, maybe you shouldn't do that. No, yeah. it's fine. It's fine. No big deal. The insurance company is already paying for it. Okay. They've already started at least. Um, oh, okay. We'll discuss this after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we were both traveling on the LIE. Okay. It was seven in the morning, so I was not doing drugs at this time or anything like that. 
at this time. Let's be honest. Some people do drugs at 7 in the morning. No, I, I'm not one of them. But yes, I do know that. Um, I promise. You look at me like you don't trust me. No, I'm just uh, saying there are some people who definitely do drugs at 7 yeah, in the morning. Yeah, wake and oh, bake. Absolutely. Um, oh, so we're both like traveling yeah. and there, there happened to be a lot of traffic. So I was like, oh, I'll just hop in the HOV lane because that's like not legal or anything. So I'm like, all right, I hop in the HOV lane. I'm going several miles. I'm good. I got ways up. No cops. Nothing like that. And all of a sudden traffic stops at like a halt. And I've seen accidents happen at this point. This is like everybody just comes to a slamming halt and then it's parking lot until it opens up. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, come to a complete stop. And I look back in my rearview mirror, and I see this car that is traveling the exact same speed that we were three minutes or like thirty seconds earlier. And I'm like, "There's no way that this car is gonna stop." So I'm like, "Okay, time to brace for impact." So I I literally just turned my wheel to the right because that's about all I had time to do, and just brace for impact. And literally a half second later, it was like, "Bang!" And I was like. Time to sit on the side of the LA for 45 minutes waiting for a police officer and paperwork to be filled out. That's exactly what happened. Oh, well, God. I'm glad you're okay. Yes. Thanks. Thanks. I have two questions. Fire away. <laughs> One is, now, do you get in trouble because you weren't with a passenger? So, That's she so was also in the L- in the left lane of the H- or She was in the HOV lane illegally. So, we were both breaking the law. So... That's well, like, that was lucky. Yeah, I but guess. that's like the least of their worries because yeah. I've had. You're just gonna get a ticket, honestly. It's yeah. like you're not gonna. So did you get a ticket or no? So I said to her, I go, look, we're both breaking the law. Maybe we should agree to just say that we were in the left hand lane of the of the L A. and pulled over over there. And she goes, I go because I really don't want to call the police and then we get tickets on top of having to deal with car damage here. And she's like, No, that's a good idea. Let's do that. That's good. And I was like, okay, good. We're on the same page here. So. My other, it's not really a question. It's like a statement. Mm-hmm. They say that when you're going to get into a car accident, you shouldn't brace for it. You should actually like be like. Relaxed. Relaxed. Yeah. Uh, I do agree with that, but I had so much time to prepare. Normally, I would probably just want to get blindsided, but I knew. I was like, okay, put my hands on the wheel. Make sure they're not going to stab into my ribs. Put my head all the way back so it doesn't slam back oh, into okay. the uh, into so. the thing, and I literally just stood there and t- waiting for impact, and then I got impacted. Um, Jeez, and my crazy. yeah, I'm very surprised my airbags didn't go off either. But uh, I am too. You should make sure that your airbags are uh, functional after that one. Uh, yeah, well, they probably have. Re- I'm kind of glad they didn't because I have the recall. I think on I my have car, a recall and, too. Uh, it probably would have sliced you open have my a face. Recall on your car oh, every all other the week. Time. <laughs> no, let's be honest. She comes into BMWs. the dance studio parking BMW, lot. BMW, yeah. She's no, literally. Tosh will come into the dance studio parking lot I with like a the brand death new studio no, last, and dance. I was like, "Oh, okay." Wait, no, why didn't you get a? If you have a BMW, why? I don't have a BMW. I, I had a Honda Accord. Oh, okay. I know, but it's still. Uh, I got downgraded so hard. It's all they had in the lot, and I was just like, "Fuck it, I need a car. Let's get this shit over with." Yeah, because I, I I always get like. I come into the parking lot, like she Listen, was saying, anybody, with a new bra- brand new BMW. I've never like had a week. BMW, but anybody I know with a BMW especially Tosh, has proven that you don't buy a BMW, you lease the BMW. Yep. Because she will come into the parking lot and she has a brand new car. Now, especially when this first happened, she had every possible thing wrong go with her car like every other week. And I finally looked at her and I was like, oh my God, 
you got a new car finally? And she's like, no, it's a loader. And I'm like, just what, get the new one. Do you own your car or do you yeah, lease yeah, it? Yeah, oh, you own it. Well, my car is a 2010 uh, X3. It has 165,000 miles on Holy it. Holy shit. Oh, it's because you're coming from Queens every day. And I love it, honestly. I know it has like, she like, she rags on me about it, but it drives fantastic. I've it drives it. fantastic when the lights aren't on and she's not bitching about how it drives. <laughs> so, no, it drives fantastic like on the road, but of course the lights right, right in front of the bus here. The lights come she knows on. How I feel about it. Yeah, she hates the car. Um <laughs> Why? Cuz she literally will Cuz have... I'm always fixing it. Always. She is. But is it BMW's fault or your fault? It's BMW. Like I think uh like the uh what is it the wiring is like messed up like german wiring and they also like try to make me pay more money for things that i don't really need and then fix like other things versus the things i need so i finally got a good mechanic after owning it for like 10 years she like finally came in she's like everything was on like what, what was the issue with it? Like, everything, like, had a recall. Yeah. All like, the issues she had with the car, everything was on recall. And I'm like, how did BMW not know this? So, for, like, a year, I was, like, fixing all of this shit that never got fixed. I had fixed. recalls on my 06 Scion. So that never got fixed. And finally, they gave me all these recalls. And I'm like, all the lights fucking went away because... It was on recall, and they made me pay like thousands of dollars to not fix the thing that was Isn't on she recall. Very convincing that BMW is a great <laughs> car to get. And that she I wouldn't. Loves it I would so never much. get another one based on that. Yeah, <laughs> unless I love my it. car, but I would literally never buy another one. No, I wouldn't. I would it. lease it. Yeah, but I would never buy another one. Yeah, I've heard. Don't buy a BMW. Same thing with Range Rovers. Like I was looking into Range Rovers, and also. every person that I know who owns a Range Rover is like. You don't buy those cars. You lease them. So yeah. I'm like, okay. I drive crap. way too much, though, to lease a car. So I got to figure that out. Yeah, Why so don't do you I. just get, like, a Honda Accord? Ugh, no. Wow. Them. Okay. I'm not a peasant. Thank you. <laughs> Holy fuck. Way to just kick I my... I can't just go from a BMW to a Honda Accord. I'm sorry. Uh, My car has more fucking features than most Mercedes. I, I know. Like, brand new Mercedes. I'm holding this like it's a fucking wand. I know. Because I'm Harry Potter. I think I'm going to um, get a Tesla. Oh, listen, don't I'm probably knock Harry Potter. Get a Tesla. I am a Potterhead. Love Harry Potter. Potterhead or Potter? Potterhead. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. I do not smoke pot. Nor That's anything depressing. that has to do with weed or cannabis. Okay. Debbie Downer. Um, <laughs> I do CBD oil. That's about it. All right. Fine. Legal it's kind of like component. Cannabis. It's a legal component. Um, yeah, uh, my Honda Accord is absolutely nicer than most brand new Mercedes. Like, to like the $60,000 range. Yeah, honestly. but I'm sure most people who have a Mercedes are going to say that they'd rather have the Mercedes just to be able to say they have a Mercedes. No, that is not true. The reason why people have BMWs and Mercedes is because of the way they drive. BMWs drive fantastic i'm i'm like i can't and mercedes also my my parents own one they also drive pretty well it's like really smooth but the inside is like just feels like luxury like you feel like you're just floating oh yeah you have to get you you have to take a ride in my accord honestly it's literally nicer than any mercedes i've been in fine no but i'll definitely agree to that my cousin, I feel like but i have to drive it and it's smooth see that's fine. Just don't <laughs> crash it because I just got. I'll just be getting it fixed. Okay. Oh Jesus. Fine. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I love my Accord. Go, you know, I actually it was weird. I had a doctor come up to me the other day, 
met him out of the blue and he's like hey i'm like yeah he's like is that a honda accord i'm like yeah why meanwhile he's getting into his qx5 and i'm like uh is it qx5 no it was a uh yeah it was an audi great story okay relax and he's like how do you like this car and i just bragged about my car and he's like really he's like i was thinking about getting one they're like the best cars on the road right now and i'm like fuck yeah they are get that shit I thought Join Tesla the- was like the best car in the world. Oh yeah, but that's a hundred and fifty thousand dollars or a hundred and twenty. They're making 000. like a a new one that's only like thirty thousand or something. No, but who wants the base model? The base model just. I, I don't know. know. I like my Mazda. You have a Mazda, Mazda what X five? CX five. CX five. God damn! All these letters and numbers and things like that, all to remember. Is that it? Is we're we just done talking? No. What? Give me an idea, Natasha. You look like you're scheming right now. <laughs> She's always I was, scheming. I was just thinking about cars. That's all. <laughs> I've seen women look like you that are fantasizing about <laughs> Chippendale dancers. So no, I, I mean not she exactly- did. So I spend a lot of time on the road. A lot. Yes. Obviously, I live in Queens. I moved out to Queens because I wanted to be close to Manhattan. Where, because I spend a lot of my time in that office. I wanted to be close to East Meadow, which Bayside is. It's only like 20 minutes when there's no traffic. Um, Why and don't you just try to work from home? I do work from home sometimes. Oh, okay. And uh, I also work in the Syosset office, so I like okay. drive a lot. And my parents live in Melville. My friends are all over the place. And I spend a lot of time in my car. So I want to be in a car that... I feel good in, safe. Sure. Drives nice, has features that I want, etc. So that's why I was just thinking about cars like that. <laughs> what is your dream car? A Tesla. It is. I'm on Tesla's website right now. It's quite they look quite nice. But you Elon know, Musk is the dude. Yeah, so there's so much like controversy going on around Tesla right now because of Elon Musk. Why? Because you smoke pot on Joe Rogan's show? Yeah. F- are you serious? Mm-hmm. Oh my God! People are crazy. So everybody's got an opinion on the stupidest things. And it was like in a state that was legal and all that, but he's—it's apparently not like a good image for the company. And oh my God, people are out of their. But fucking that's minds. where like subjects like that are. Like, there's no right or wrong answer that comes down to, for most people, morals. Because if he's smoking. In a state that's legal. He said, is it legal here? And he literally took one hit and said he didn't feel anything. But it doesn't matter. It's legal where they are. I mean, listen, I've gone to Colorado where it's legal and I've gone into dispensaries. And the first sign you see is that it's, yes, it's legal in the state of Colorado. Uh, of Colorado um, but it is still technically illegal nationally. But that also comes into play of, you know, who's really going to, like, mess with you? Like, is... The federal government all of a sudden starts like knocking down the doors of a lot of the dispensaries where states where it's legal. That's going to cause a whole big problem. And I think it's I can't believe that people are so fed up or so concerned with Elon Musk smoking pot on Joe Rogan's show. But it's not just that. I think he promises a lot of um, growth with the company. So and they're, they they're, that he's going to be too high to pro- like to follow. No, through I with think the it's growth? just like when you think about. Misha, you own a company, right? No, I don't. I have this, I'm being sarcastic. I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> For anybody who can't time. see my face, I am totally sarcastic when I So think. when you own a company, you are the face and brand of that company. Of course. Right? 
So you want to make sure that you're putting out the best image of you. I have one question. That represents your company. Did you listen to the Joe Rogan podcast with Elon Musk? I did not. <sighs> Highly recommended. Of course, after you listen and finish this podcast, you absolutely must take a stroll over to Joe Rogan's podcast and listen to it because that dude is on the next level of thought like way further than anything that we can think of like holy shit it's insane okay noted no, i definitely agree yeah, with what you're like, saying as far as you know you, keeping yeah positive image for your company but that's where i'm also saying it's a very it can be construed for some people as a very hit or miss subject because to some people especially if he's smoking in a state where it's legal it shouldn't be that big of a deal but in the grand scheme of things for a lot of I didn't of even know people, people were freaking be. out about it. I was just, I was like, oh, it's dope. Elon, Elon Musk, in the podcast, he talks about this, and I don't want to ruin too much of the podcast, but he goes, he goes, yeah, in my free time, I built a flamethrower, but it's not a flamethrower. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. He's awesome. done, he has so many like side businesses. There's like, he made t shirts that are He started PayPal. He literally built PayPal and sold it for like $2 million. Like, that dude is so smart. So smart. I mean, I survive off of PayPal, so yes. yes yeah, he is. Like, I'm like, wait, I love PayPal. <laughs> we love him. <laughs> Thank um, you. Yeah. And, little fun fact for you, he was going to be dead broke if the last rocket launch for SpaceX didn't go well. Like, he wasn't going to have a dollar to his name. Like, that was the last bit of money he had before he was going to get funding. That's crazy. And he had to show proof of concept that it fucking worked. That's crazy. You alright? Yeah. Okay, you're just strolling around. She's just thinking about cars. She's strolling around too. We're doing yeah, the but same you're thing. Just, you're looking off into the distance. <laughs> majestic unicorns. Yeah. <laughs> like the majestic unicorn. No, I, I was so I was think I was thinking. I do that. Don't when you I fucking do that. tell me it's about Teslas again. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you might have a problem. It was about Warren Buffett. So oh, <laughs> dude's a savage. Yeah, so he's, Warren he's, Buffett he's has a similar story. You know, he was making like lemonade if you read his book it's like similar but it's quite boring at the same time the so, book uh what his book yeah warren buffett so um but the stories are sa- like similar i guess along the lines of elon musk oh, sorry i'm looking up something oh, um, God. i'm actually curious to know how much tesla stock dropped and the day that he was on Joe Rogan's podcast, which is September 7th. And on September 7th, there is literally a 6% decrease in, t- in Tesla but stock. See, to me, the Yeah, but it's thing- back up now. Yeah. It's almost back up to where yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, the weird thing to me, though, with that is there's a lot of stock in, like, cannabis companies that are rising. So that's kind of a weird correlation for me. There's, like, hemp concrete. Like, that stock is actually I own, Yeah, I own a handful. They're my, definitely my cousin just got some. Some of them are pretty wild, and other ones are pretty not so aggressive in the market. Um, I feel like we should talk about Natasha being an accountant because I feel like you want to talk about it. I don't need to talk about it. You can talk about it. <laughs> we were walking to, to Speedway, it. and you're like, "Oh, am I going to talk about being an accountant?" And I was like, "Sure, Natasha, whatever you'd like to do." Well, I only said that because you brought it up in our meeting that day. She's like, oh, no, we should not talk about this today. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, all right. So, all right. So we'll just disregard the accounting things. We're going to cut that out. Yeah. We're going to cut, cut that. that. All right. All right. All right. What time are we? I didn't know if you were going to talk about it. She's like, no, that's a bad idea. No good. Yeah. Well, we know that Natasha. I mean, unless we want to scratch everything else we just talked about. No, I'm no. good. No. Uh, Dream Dance Fitness is a company I own. Wait, wait. Misha. Do a pause. Dream Dance Fitness is a company that I own with Misha. Um, and we own in East Meadow, and we're open seven days a week, night classes, day classes on weekends, and all adults. How do you find people to come to your dance class? So a lot of people from when we've asked people, oh, how'd you hear about us? Some people hear about us through Groupon, standard social media, um, but for a lot of people who are looking for it, they're people who feel discouraged when they go to gyms. Um, like I was talking about you before the podcast, sure. how our biggest competitor typically can be gyms, mm-hmm. where a lot of people who go to gyms and love those fitness classes because they like the convenience of it. Mm-hmm. However, you don't always get that intimate connection with your instructors. We know almost every single student that comes into the studio, if not the entire studio, we before know everybody who comes a member no like when they're coming in so i'll know everybody who's in my class and i try to learn everybody especially as like part of the owner side almost everybody who's in all the other classes as well but we're really weird because we literally know every single student that walks into our studio and if they come in like a year later i'll be like oh weren't you here on such and such a day blah blah and they're like how the F do you remember that? But that's also why they love it because you get that intimate connection with your students. So I not only know, you know, things that are happening in their lives where I'm like, oh, how was, you know, your nephew's wedding? How's this going on? How's this person doing? Sure. I also know specifically what you're looking to do, how I can help you. And they don't just feel like a random number in class. They actually feel like a person, your friend in class. And that's the environment that we made sure we were creating. starting with and yeah. creating and no matter how big the studio gets it's always going to be that so even if you know we hit the size of you know we're packing out classes unicorn. like with yep unicorns <laughs> that unicorn status with the business and yeah. one we have classes with startup <laughs> no but you know with one i would dollars. love to be able to have packed out classes like a lot of gyms do where they have Minimum what, 60 what is people. your idea of a packed out class? So if you go to like, a, for example, like a Zumba class in a gym, you can mm. easily walk into a class with 40 people, 60 people. Oh, I would shit. love to do that. And with space restriction, that's one of the reasons we can't have that. But my goal would, with that would also should be not just pack out the class where it's all of a sudden just becomes a numbers game. It's pack out the class and i know every single person who's in there why they're there what's going on with them i want everyone to feel like they're not just a random face in yeah, the studio they matter and a lot of people say that they like you know that intimate connection they like feeling that family environment with and us sure. i i'm a big believer of tone at the top so we're super friendly with one another super friendly inside the studio of course we break it down like a boot camp instructor sometimes when they need to get fit um but it's all about personality um and feeling like you're connecting with one another so if i'm connecting with a bunch of bunch of people and misha is like really good friend of mine we joke around we 
get fit together, um, then students start to feel the same way. So then they start developing relationships um, inside the studio. And for example, like there's people in our studio who met at the studio and now live together. Holy shit. Yeah. It's crazy. Girls or guys and girls? Girls girls and guys. Wow. Yeah. That's fucking wild. So, and they all just met at the studio. Have you had anybody propose there yet? No. Oh shit! Somebody was gonna, and they backed out, didn't they? No, there was a proposal at the studio. The just... the marriage didn't work out at the end Whoa. of the day, but yes. Damn. It is what it is. Yeah, Things happen. But, but the thing is, well, so it's not always meant to work. But that's still pretty. Cool. Yeah. So at our studio, we believe in building relationships in and outside the studio. Um, building relationships inside because you went, when you're there, you're going to the same class. So we don't want anyone to be like not friendly with one another. You don't have to be best friends, sure. but you can be cordial. Mm-hmm. You get to know everyone. Like when we start a class, I think it's a very intimate. It is like, it even is. like for kind me, of thing, like- I've, I found a lot of my closest friends with our studio and same. I feel like these are people that it's not just as simple as, oh, we have common interests. We dance. We do the same type of dance. We're either passionate about the same things or it's it really is just the environment within it and you really get to know a lot of people and I feel super comfortable and confident with a lot of the men and women who've walked in and out of the studio where I would say, you know, a lot of them I really consider like some of my closest friends and basically family. Yes. Wow, that's deep. <laughs> Yeah, so we Hashtag when we deep. start a class, we make sure if we know if someone's not been in the studio or is newcomer, we introduce them to the class and we say everyone's names, you know. But you're mostly focused on doing the class, um, but sometimes you might be sharing an apparatus. Or do you guys like do? That. Um, fuck, what is it? It's the it's like the blankets hang from the ceiling. That's a silks. Hammocks, the hammocks and silks. And silks, yeah. I, get, I don't know. Yeah. And then you like do you like yoga and stuff like that with them. So we don't do aerial hammock, but we do have silks at the studio. Damn. Yeah. You guys know how to do that? Yeah. I should do that. <laughs> she like kicked my ass Monday night in hoop class. And it's what is awesome. hoop? Please describe what hoop class is. It's a metal hoop. So basically the size of like a fairly large hula hoop. Um, and it hangs from the, the ceiling. So think circus basically and it is it's super fun i mean again the class isn't for everybody we've had people come into class and they're like this isn't for me but they love pole dancing i love it it's different it's crazy you get to do some weird things well in your first class you go upside down so that's not like a normal thing um in pole dance, you wouldn't go upside down till maybe like six months to a year. If you mm. were consistently taking pole dance in aerial hoop, we do some conditioning. Um, you most likely will go upside down or you will get inside the hoop. So the hoop is suspended in the air mm-hmm. and you're somehow getting in there <laughs> and I'm making you get in there. So because otherwise you won't be able to do anything in class if you, you're not in the hoop. I mean, you could do like boring, like conditioning stuff all day. But but even like with that, like. Like, it's still, like, something weird for me, like, taking aerial art classes and all of a sudden you're doing it and I'm, like, doing a crunch and I feel the hoop, like, slightly move and I'm, like, squealing in the air and everybody's laughing where, like, you could go to other studios and the instructor's, like, uber strict and 
stop laughing. There is no laughing in my class. And you feel like you can't have fun in it. And it's just fun to see that everybody has the same fears that you do. And especially for a lot of the students, like, like they see me as like co-owner doing it and I'm freaking out in the air and they're like, Oh, so it's not just me who freaks out. Even the instructors get nervous too, but how high up are these? They're not, they're not that high. They're not that high, but I mean, listen, you go like two feet in the air and higher than you normally are. And you're like, Oh crap, this is a different atmosphere from what I normally walk around in. Mm. But it's like, once you land a move, everyone claps for you. It's like golf almost, (laughs) but not as boring. (laughs) We're at the 10th hole. She hates golf. I really do. She calls me a nerd for playing golf. Golf is great. I love golf. My ex tried to get me into it, and I just, I couldn't. I don't have the patience for that. That's why she pushed him in front of a car. I didn't push him in front of a car. Hey, honey, uh, wait, close your eyes and run to the the room. I'm tying my shoe, quick. Trip. (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Hey, babe, uh, do you, oh, I I dropped that pen. Quick, could you grab it? No, 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 you gotta get right now. Get right now, get right now. Fuck, you're still alive. No, like, to me, it's just, it's, it's boring. I can't do it. And I just have no enjoyment with it, but I love dancing. everybody. No. Yeah, I love soccer. Not. I love basketball. Golf is a very tedious sport. Like it you is. have to and you have and the crazy part about golf, and this is what makes me the most angry about golf, <laughs> but also have the most fun is you cannot force it. See, like it it's not like working out where you're like, I can get one more fucking rep. Yeah, and you just start screaming and push the bar, but whatever it may be. Like it's every single time you have to go into it and be like, I got this. Don't worry about it. Like just good vibes. And like and the big thing is like forcing yourself to relax a shitload throughout the, the day. Like that is literally what golf is. Cause if you get angry or you get frustrated or you you're not focused correctly. Your shots are all over the place, but when you're like, ah, this is cool. See, like I'll this. never be able to focus in golf ever because I will get super frustrated and the perfectionist in me gets like super angry. And I'm just like, screw this, not doing it. But like even like, for example, like if I had to choose between yoga and like a kickboxing class, I'll choose kickboxing every single day. I don't dislike yoga. I love yoga. We have yoga at the studio. Our instructor is phenomenal. She has a great aura about her, but I get more release out of like that quick aggression motion. Like, so even like, for example, like you said, with somebody who's at the gym was like, I can get that last rep in. That's me. I will never be able to concentrate. I love yoga. (laughs) Yoga's good shit. I mean, my first yoga class really was a hot yoga class. And if you've ever taken hot yoga, it's fucking awful. Oh my God. I was taking that. I didn't listen. I feel that bad. I went to I it and I was told to bring frozen single, water bottles. And every I was single like, person I've known has to. taken hot yoga like hates it. But I like I had if my I first the, yoga class and I was so like, it was fine. If I brought the frozen yeah. water bottles, I'm pretty sure intense, I would have liked but. it. But like I was dying and I'm like trying to push through it. And even the instructor came up to me after class and he's like, you said this was your first yoga class and you really ke- like kept up with it. And meanwhile, I'm just looking at him like, ah, I know, right? Ah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> so good. So <laughs> I had a regular at my bar and he was like, he's like, hey, look, if you're going to do yoga, you can't drink the night before at all. No beers, nothing. And I'm like, okay. First couple times. Challenge accepted. Yeah. First couple times. I'm like, okay, I got this. This sucks a lot, but like I could do this, you know, whatever. And then the last time I went, <laughs> I went out the night before, only had three beers. That's it. Three Stellas. Something light. 
Easy to go down. Knew I had yoga in the morning. Because I would go at like the 6 a.m. class. Yeah, I was a freak. And um, He calls me crazy for getting up early for work. Yeah, but that's like... Because then I would go back to bed. I'd, I'd leave, go back to bed, wake up, and then go, go to start my day. But that class... It was those classes are ninety minutes long for anyone who hasn't been. I don't know how long your classes are, but mine was ninety minutes long. It was Bikram yoga. Ooh. Halfway through, I'm like, I am gonna die in this classroom. I'm actually gonna die. Like I'm gonna feel my. I feel myself fainting. It's 130 degrees. There's no way my body can regulate its temperature in here. And the instructor's like, if you want, like you can't leave, but you could lay down if you need to to like. Re- recoup and um i'm like okay that's fine sure you know what I'll, let me lay down for a few minutes you know let me let me adjust let me uh what is it not not namaste it's uh savasana savasana yeah <laughs> i was like i'll savasana out right now i got this see my instructor told me he's like listen if you uh, he announced it to the entire class he's like if you feel like you need to you could go into like you know child's pose, just relax, and that's why I felt weird when he was like, "I saw you. You did a really good job." I was like, "I did like three quarters of this class in like child's pose. Like I was fetal position, crying." Oh my god, like- I was in savasana for like the ha- the other <laughs> half, and even in savasana, I was like, "I am gonna die, laying down in a yoga studio." What is going on with my life right now? I mean, I joke with like my family because a lot of my family doesn't get why I still do a lot of like the physical activity I, I do as far as like keeping healthy. It's good for you. Oh, of course, it's good for you. But like there are times where I'm like, oh, my God, my knees are killing me. Oh, my God, my legs are killing me. Like this hurts. This is sore. And they're like, I don't understand how something that's supposed to be so good and healthy for you can like beat up your body in the long run. I'm like, I don't know. But like I'd rather feel like, you know. Shit, like I have good. energy at the end of the day and make maybe a little achy here and there, but love you it. You do feel good. The only the other shitty part about hot yoga is you sweat forever. After I'm not gonna class. lie. When the instructor I saw open the door, I was just like, I didn't have the energy to. But if I could have gotten up and to like kiss him, I definitely would have because I was just like, like you said, like this is where I die. I see my life flash oh. before my eyes, and you know what? I, I have to accept it. I lived a fairly good life up until this point, and, and then also <laughs> the doors open, and you just see the light at the end of the tunnel, literally, which is the light to the hallway and the parking lot. This and you're is like, amazing! Oh, thank God! And all of a sudden, I'm like, class is over. But like, you're looking up, and for me, it was my first yoga class, so I'm like struggling for like some of these like plank-ish poses, and then I see like this guy who's doing. These like wicked ass handstands and he's just and I'm just like, why the fuck are you here? Because you clearly don't need this class. You should be like one of the instructors here. Like, go home. The uh <laughs> the class is mainly chicks when I went. Well, but there's a lot of guys in my class. Really? Uh what's the six AM? It was like the hardcore chicks would go. Well, and yeah. then it was like me and like two other old dudes, and that was it. And these girls would get into the class, like, into the room, like, 30 minutes before it started. I'm like, why do you do this? They're like, oh, it feels so good. You get adjusted. I'm like, to what? Dying? <laughs> Who the fuck voluntarily goes into a 130-degree room? They're like, oh, it feels so good. I'm like, no, it feels like death, actually. If a dragon could breathe on me, this is exactly what it would feel like. 
Oh, we're ta- what are we tag teaming now? <laughs> yeah, totes. So you missed my I was going to die story. I can't tell it because people that are listening already heard it. Heard it, yeah. Do you have any I'm going to die stories in hot yoga? Or no? You just naturally. No, I only did it once and I never did it again. That is weird, right? I actually would have pegged you for a hot yogi, hot yogi, hot yoga frequent flyer. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why. Yeah, so I only did it once. I didn't have a bad experience. I liked it. Just not for you? I just ended up dancing more mm. versus doing hot yoga. And we offer yoga at our studio, so I didn't feel like... Do you teach the yoga? I do not. Uh, That's like way more work than I need. Really? Yeah. You have to take a 200-hour yoga certification. What? Yeah. It's to be intense. certified to teach yoga? Yeah. It changes like your whole mindset too. And I wasn't ready to be like changed into this like different there's, person. There's really a yoga certification? Yeah. You can't teach any dance class without certification. Do you have certification? Yeah, of course. To teach what? Uh, pole dance. Um, they call it like fitness classes where it uh, doesn't involve a apparatus. So both Misha and I are certified in that and also Zumba. I do not teach Zumba, but I am certified in it. So sometimes if uh, Misha is running late or something, I'll do the warm up. But I used to, when I first opened the studio, I did teach Zumba. I absolutely hate it. Holy shit. There's a lot of yoga institutes and they're all between two and 300 hours. Told you. Holy shit. You cannot teach yoga unless you have this 200 hour certification. That's way too much time that I do not want to devote. And Do yoga instructors make like good money? No. <laughs> <laughs> I guess a two hundred hour certification. No, but actually, every like yoga person that I know who's an instructor only does that, like that or some other fitness type class, like full time. And I guess you're happy with thirty thousand dollars a year. I don't know. I feel like, like I know for me, like my like for example, my massage therapist, she loves yoga absolutely loves it and she's been talking to me about getting her a certification she wants to incorporate it with her day-to-day business so for her it's not just a thirty thousand dollar a year job it's ex- it's almost expanding on you know her credentials sure. already sure so but even like for that like i've had like friends and family who go why do you do what you do and because i love it now, do you guys have alternate healing instructors in there, too? Like Re- Reiki and stuff like that? Yeah. So our yoga instructor does that. Mm-hmm. So she does like Reiki, they go hard. yoga, Igaskyu. Yep. Igaskyu. <laughs> um, so that's like we have this restorative class where like gets your body to what it's supposed to be. It's homeopathic so, state. Yeah. Um, so she's awesome. We like love her. She's like. She's crazy. Good. She's she's. One of the best instructors I've ever met, and mm. I'm so happy she's at our studio. I don't know how we like got her in, but yeah. So, and anytime she's ever tried to like be like, "Oh, cut down hours," we're like, "No, we'll do this. We'll like roll out the red carpet for her." And she's like, "What? Like, I love you guys. I don't understand. Just that's just because we know how difficult it is to employ, like." honorable we i, I, I love know. her aura we both love her aura. yeah she's and just so amazing 
She's really good with students. She's great at instructing. She makes you feel good. That's like what we preach at the studio. And she's spazzy. Like she's a spaz. But it's like in a good way. But yeah, yeah, we're both spazzes. We're we're like, oh shoot, we we need to do that today. Damn it. So like things like that. But she's like great. She's always like really really trustworthy. She's been with us for the last four years since we've opened the studio. So. Yeah, she's really cool. Shout out to Kim. Yeah. Love you, Kim. <laughs> Is Kim going to listen to this? Probably not. Are what? you going to send it to her? Hell yeah, I am. But like, Kim, listen to this minute at this time. Yeah. <laughs> Don't listen to anything else <laughs> because you're never going to work for us again. Yeah, exactly. But, but I also want anybody else who might listen to this and they're like, who the hell is this instructor that they keep talking about? Like, Kim, we love you. I mean, we love all of our instructors. Yeah, Everybody's so all awesome. of our instructors, like, we hand pick them. We're, like, we're super anal about it because we've worked in so many different dance studios and have not loved some of the feels. So we want everyone to have the same mindset. You know, you're here not because it's a job. You're here to help other people succeed. And and whether what whatever it is, so individual a might just want to lose 10 pounds the other person wants to compete you know so everyone's different and we want to just make sure everyone feels comfortable and some instructors aren't like that it's their their way agenda yeah so makes sense definitely makes sense we just crossed an hour and 27 minutes that's crazy fucking flies it does any last words any final thoughts any controversial topics you'd like to bring up before we end this thing controversial in the last three minutes yeah why not i mean there is a topic I mean, we can kind of discuss that just happened. we can go after an hour 30 it's just i have a controversial let's just not topic. go to three hours that's okay i have a controversial topic fire away um bill cosby did not get enough jail time oh 100 percent agree oh goodness <laughs> fuck. i thought it was gonna be like yoga is better than Zumba or some shit i was like oh okay i'm like what so that's what rich people get away with obviously no, i saw true. a meme today and i guess bill i think bill cosby i don't know if this is true but advertised pudding pops did he i don't know is that yeah a thing? i don't know Everything all i know with- is i walked into work today and one of the patients at my job was like, oh, you know, Bill Cosby's first uh, prison meal was pudding. And I was just like, I'm done today. It's only, <laughs> it's only 7.15. I'm done. I'm, I'm going home now. <laughs> there was a meme that I saw of Bill Cosby, and this is just similar to what I had seen already. Um, but it says, I guess the judges like pudding because they're putting my ass in jail. Good. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's pretty clever. I mean, listen, um, I'm happy he got jail time. Should we talk about controversial topics? I'm kind of curious now. Listen, like I said, I'm happy he got jail time. I don't think that. How long did he spend in jail? It says like three to ten years. Yeah, it's like but... some random ass number. Unfortunately, with the system, I feel like it's going to be three. the minimal. If Honestly, not... he doesn't have that much longer anyway. So You think? It doesn't matter. Like, it's... He's, like, not, he's not young. No, I know, but to me, I feel He's like it's... probably only, like, it's 70. 81! doesn't matter. It's the principle huh. of it. It's the principle of it. Like, like you shouldn't just, like, oh, well, he's 81, so is he really going to last that so long? So the judge minimum. found like, him guilty on all counts. Why is he getting three to 
10 years. Like you said, it's people with money because if somebody who didn't have money, like it's not. Oh, yeah, three to 10 years in prison. So like if he was a Oh, shit, this shit just came out like recently. Yeah. Yeah. So if he was like a normal person, like you or me, and we were you gotta convicted. You got to define normal first. Okay. You. So like, you know, like an middle average class, middle class middle person. lower class. And you were convicted. The judge found you guilty on all counts. You're getting life. Like you're getting the but rest of your but life so in jail. So here's the thing. Do you think you should be held accountable for things you did 20 and 30 years ago? Hell yes. Well, okay. Well, but, it depends okay. because so there's one thing. If there's you like, stole candy when you're a fucking t- no, toddler. No, no. So that's why I was going to just say it depends. Right? So if you're like. 45 or 50 years old and now they're bringing up oh like i think that's happening in the trump administration right now mm. where they're bringing up uh sexual assault with the person who in high school they couldn't like yes. find anything yes, right fair or whatever. so it's like okay the guy's like 50 years old you're bringing up something when he was like 16 like you probably at the time loved it no like no I, I'm a huge advocate for women and at the time you definitely did not think that that was sexual assault because that was like whatever 45 like, years ago to do now 40, is to talk about sexual assault 30 years later 45 years ago you were like that wasn't sexual assault he was hitting on me now when you think about it when you realize really what happened you're like shit that was sexual assault and you're gonna bring that up now but so, I think it's also it has to do with how definitely like oh, times change no, well, well times definitely change so for years ago it could be something that you know when you think about it then that might not be considered like like you, in your mindset you're not going to think of it as sexual assault and then as you know time progresses and you hear how things are changing and how people are discussing certain things and all of a sudden you know you have a flashback so you know something that you've been you know debating and it could be like an internal battle like listen i'm not answering for anybody like natasha said like i I'm not an uber feminist, but I definitely, you know, believe in, like, women's rights and things like that. I definitely understand that, you know, statute of, like, limitations with certain things. Sure. Um, but there has to when be, uh, things, like, when things change, you are going to automatically or it, it should just be natural to go, holy crap. Like, I never realized that, you know, what exactly. I went through can be considered that. And I think, you know, I mean, our society. But, within such a a short, but I think it's you your said. mindset at the time. So, like, let's say at the time you're 15 years old, he's 15 years old. I'm like, make pretend. Yeah, Mm -hmm. pretend. And at the time you're like, oh, he was just hitting on me. You weren't offended. You were like, he's hitting on me. I said, no, it's over. Now you think 30 years later, you realize what sexual assault is, and you're like, holy crap, this guy actually assaulted me, sexually assaulted me. That was kind of messed up. I didn't realize it at the time. But it could also be with like, you know, your, I don't want to say audience because it's a bad word, but like, like your peer, like your group of peers around you. Like, for example, if you think about like, for example, college and the amount of unrecorded sexual assault cases that happen. Sure. A lot of times it can be because um, a lot of, you know, whether it's your male woman, um, you feel embarrassed you feel like that's what you're supposed to do. I wore X, Y, and Z, so I looked like that. I was asking for it. You know, it's it's just the thing. Like, you, you're supposed to you know, how, be... Now the no, but is, I think long, it's your mindset. I definitely think it's your you mindset, have? but if you have, like, you know, like, a group of friends who are going... or not, I shouldn't say friends because 
if you actually feel like something happened to you, like, let me just be like clear with this. If you feel like something was done wrong to you and you have somebody telling you, nope, you're a slut. You are asking for it. Like, that is not your friend. But if you have a group of peers around you. Not if who that's all your mindset. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like, yeah. if, if something happens no, to you and you have a group of peers around you who are automatically just going to, you know, crucify you to the cross, like condemn you for every single thing, you're not necessarily going to go or feel comf- confident and comfortable enough to be like, what happened to me was wrong. You might not go through with it. Yeah, I agree Now with fast that. forward to you have, you know, a stronger dynamic around you and you're, you're talking to somebody like, you know, like, oh, wow, like, you know, like this happened to me and like, and I never really felt weird. Like I never really told anybody and someone's like, you know, like that, that, that's messed up. Like, like that shouldn't have happened. Like that's, that's a definition of blah, blah, blah. When you have like a different audience around you, like you will think of things certain, like different. No, I agree. Cause well, like the think- first time we actually talked about this was a few years ago before all of this stuff happened. And th- that has happened. Like a bunch of us, a bunch of girls in the studio. It's a really sad kind of story. All of us have this like epiphany, like, holy shit, we were sexually assaulted at this time in our lives. But didn't not, realize it. It's not, yeah. but to me, like it's not just girls at the studio. Unfortunately, I think it is a topic. It's it's, it's like and a majority of women. I would say like nine out of ten women. I know there's gonna be a couple people listening to this and they're assaulted. like, "Well, of course they're gonna say it because they're women." No, like then that's why it's like there are guys too who I and I know guys who've been put in positions who like they feel uncomfortable with certain things, and society's different. Like you know, you still have that awkward stigma of. Men are supposed to be men and they're masculine. So if you say anything, you're being a little bitch about it. So shut up and just suck it up, buttercup. And that's not necessarily true. And there's a lot of women who feel like, oh, my God, like maybe I was asking for it. And you like you hit like that certain point where you feel wrong for like saying something that you don't agree with. Like if you think about like life that we live in, things that, you know, are part of our history books that we read about haven't been that long ago. Uh, women's rights, slavery, different movements, um, things that are happening even like now within, you know, the LGBTQ question mark community. Like they're all things that are still fresh and new. And there are things if you think about not even 50 years ago, that's not a long time. Like like, people like my dad's only 68. Like that's that that's someone's like barely adult lifetime. That's only half of someone's life. And there are things that are just still like trans like transitioning and moving forward where a lot like I said, like a lot of people who are going through things or like realizing things, you're not gonna admit what happened to you then because when it happened, you were just wrong. So and now when you think about it, you're how like, many years li- so the question is how many years later can you be accountable for it? I definitely agree with the statute of limitations because I don't think is that unfortunately week? Two weeks? No, month, I feel like it should be like 30 years later. Well, right now it shouldn't be. Right now, isn't it exactly. five? Shouldn't be a question. Only because, let's say you were 15. In 15 years, you're now 30, right? Mm-hmm. So you've you should have like. Age. Yeah, you've doubled in age. You should have grown a little wiser. You've worked in the industry for now, eight, whatever industry you're in. You graduated. Let's say you graduated on time. You're 22 years old. You've been in your work field for eight years. You've developed some relationships. You'd have a different dynamic from what you had when you were 15. All your friends telling you, but you, oh, you're a slut, this and that. But you can also, 
like guarantee that everybody who's had something happen to them, whether they're really young, like early adult, even like later adult, that they're going to automatically have like the clearest mindset with it. Because like, unfortunately, there's a reason that a, a lot of defense attorneys will say, well, you know, they're a child going through this. Like, yeah. You, like, no, I everybody agree. Does so that's why I'm saying so, when you're like when you went from 15 let's say and now you're 30 you're not just like oh my god this happened and then it never but how like many you're people, never thinking about it again but how many people do you know that also like they can think of something that happened last week and you could be a full witness to it and you saw how and it, they just how block it, it out but either they block it out or how they reenact the story you're like that didn't Half happen of the crap you just <laughs> said didn't happen and i like i watched it i listened to it Everybody does, like, you know, interpret it differently. And unfortunately, I think that's where the issue with statute of limitations So maybe, comes like, 20 play. years? Isn't it? I think 20 years. 20 I years? Think, personally, you- I think that's a little long just because that is... <laughs> I can't, uh, yo, so you're not kidding. You're, you're joking. Yeah. I, oh. I, I actually think for sexual assault we're talking about, it, to me, honestly, I feel like it's... I don't it's, know. it's, it's weird. For I sexual think- assault, I honestly think... It should be like 15 to 20 years. I know that's a really long time, but think about a woman who has been sexually assaulted when they were before 18 years old. So. Or a man, should, right? Should a woman scale change? So if you're before 18 years old, you have till 25. And then after 18 years old, well, you have five years after that. I mean, I mean, you can look it up. Isn't the statute of limitations like five years or something? Five like years. That? Yeah. yeah. I have no I, idea. I personally, Thankfully, I, don't have I to worry can't about this. say that. I think it's, like I said, to me, it's an awkward number. I, for a lot of cases, and I don't think five years I don't is think long enough. I don't think it's long enough. But there are certain people that five years, unfortunately, I think can be long enough because, like I said before, like there are some people who, when they're reenacting certain things, reality gets altered for them. So you don't know exactly how much you can go off of. And fifteen years for you know, like talking about something fifteen years later. You're going to remember things in bits and pieces, most likely. You're going to, you know, start That's what mixing I'm saying. Some people might forget exactly what happened. People forget a week what later. happens a week later. Exactly. Like a week later, people forget it. So it, it's an unfortunate. So, how are you held accountable for something you did no, for so well, many years? Ago. No, because slow, the reason I, why I'm saying 15 to 20 years is because if you're younger than 18, at the time you have a child mindset, you don't really know what is happening. You're not sure what is right from wrong. I know you should know that when you're like seven years old. But people tell you things, you're, you're impressionable still. And that's why people think when you're 18, you're an adult. And the other question is the proof. That's the other thing. You know, yeah. where's the proof that this things happened? That, yeah. Like, in a, like, especially you know. like with science, things get degraded. You can't always, you know, fully test things. Like science, mm-hmm. it's, it's phenomenal, but it's not foolproof unfortunately so you can't you know guarantee that you know you're going to test dna on something and it's going to be great forever it's not going to be it's going to be degraded things are going to happen unfortunately but i guess you have witnesses I if would, you don't have any so let's say i would if say you're as far like, as maybe like the full scale of like the you maximum witnesses, you can you get have just told people the story and gotten them on your side but I mean, that's like, like that's i think that's for legal people to determine yeah right so I, mean, I definitely think I mean, there are a lot of things that our legal system is behind on. I think there are people who are doing harder, longer time for things that, in my opinion, like certain things like like people who get arrested for marijuana cases. Not saying that, you know, it's the 
the greatest thing. Like we said, like it's a very controversial topic, whether, you know, which state it's legal in, which state it's illegal in still. But I feel like there are a lot of people who for even like minor drugs or minor offenses are going to jail for longer periods of time than somebody who has done some type of sexual assault, like whether it's like pedophilia, rape, anything like that. And to me, I'm like, just like that. I don't understand because that screws the person like a lot longer. Yeah. And I, I agree with that because there's like I was saying, like you're impressionable. You're not sure what to think about what happened to you. You ask your friends, your friends are giving you their, their opinions and you're like, okay, I think, I'm going to take some of their opinions and formulate my own opinion. Until you get a little bit older, you start thinking about what really did happen to you. And then you're like, oh, crap. Like, I'm not sure of all the details, but this definitely happened to me. I fit this criteria. And I think that was whatever, sexual assault, rape, whatever, whatever happened. And that's why I feel like when you're younger – you need that longer time period to kind of develop because right now that what happened to you is affecting you, whether you like it or not, whether you know it or not, even if you blocked it out, it's affecting you. And it's, it's a really sore topic for a lot of people. And you can't just like be like, Oh, that happened so many years ago. It doesn't even count. It counts. That's your life. Cause you can have somebody who's going to argue like, Oh, you but know, this it, person came out you, But can you hold that person accountable and change their lives because of something that happened? I mean, listen, there are people who will, you know, people who, like, take their life for things that have happened to them. And, it's, and I'm not saying that, you know, like, that person killed that person. Like, at, at the end of the day, that person ended their own life. It, whether there was, like, a trigger or not, like, there was something that, you know, like, assisted with it. Definitely, I think, you know, like as far as like where we have like the statute of limitations, maybe five years isn't completely enough. But I definitely think as far as max sentencing, it's definitely like a good start. But I definitely like, you know, agree with, you know, like 15, 20 years, maybe even plus years with that. Like something should be held accountable, whether, you know, if the science isn't able to, you know, backtrack 15 years, if I can prove that there is some type of inappropriate context inappropriate contact because especially like now like but now the question is what if it was appropriate at the time like you say oh you know oh you know at the time it was like oh he's hitting on me you know at the time that's what i'm saying so at the time if you felt like he was just hitting on you and now you're reflecting on it and you think oh wait that was actually sexual assault but you're okay with what happened because you really thought it was hitting on you it hasn't affected your life all that much so i feel like that should be just left alone. But then you could also have like the argument where like certain people feel like, and I'm, I've heard of people like who have gone through this, and I've heard of people who are like, well, maybe I should just say this, and I'm like, wow, you're a real piece of shit. Where are they like, well, I'm just gonna say that he like raped me or she did this, and I'm just like, where do you get off? Where like thinking like it's just like a light subject to like just oh bring I up know. like that. So yeah. there's like, a guy that videotaped his girlfriend beating herself up. Wait, she what? To, oh yeah, there's a, there was a there was a girl who something happened with the boyfriend, and she's like, "Fine, I'll get my way. I'm gonna tell the police that you raped me, and you beat me up." And literally, he set up a hidden camera and videotaped her beating herself up 
and then calling the police. And he's like, actually, here's all the footage of everything that happened. I didn't lay a finger on her. Right. And listen, I mean, good for him. But are we at that point where we need to set up secret cameras to not get in trouble? But this is where I'm also saying, like, you know, especially now is like time is developing and, um, you know, technology is expanding. I mean, unfortunately, there are people who like, especially if you think of like a lot of viral videos that go crazy and people are like, look at this person getting hit. Look at this person getting attacked. Like, and this is like the beauty and also the downfall with like videos and pictures you're not seeing what led up to it you're not seeing the aftermath of it like sure what you're watching could look horrific and you're like holy crap from your I point have this of conversation view once like, a week with people this is crazy like you only have a small portion of the story and you don't know what happened before and what happened after right and i'm not and, the, and for me i'm i'm not saying that like what like for certain videos i've watched i'm not saying like oh well you know actually like that person was justified i can't pick sides i wasn't there i didn't you know go through you know what yeah led so up that's to like it. some sort of proof which is why the legal system is in place where you have lawyers that will defend but both this is sides also of where the story the law is going to have to start adjusting as technology is advancing because a lot of the laws we have are you know were put into place when you know videos really weren't as readily ab- available as they are like think about it like i can pick up my phone right now and start recording things you didn't have that 50 years ago. Right. Yeah. And things are going to have to change, unfortunately, to keep I up with the I think it's like, I think every company, every person should probably like review sexual harassment video type videos. I think that's something that we need to know now, especially because of our day and age with technology. Every single person has a, a smartphone. You can record voices the, like the voice memo app. Um, you can videotape without people knowing. So you just, if you're going to do something shady, don't do it. You know, if you're thinking of like, but even right, if but it's not off- shady and that person 15 years or 10 years or five years down the road says, oh, that wasn't good. Meanwhile, in the moment you thought it was good. Right. Like, how do you discern that? that do, goes- do I have to save a voice memo from 10 years ago? What, what do you mean? What would you think was good? So, like, okay, for example, like even, like, with what we brought up before is, like, the girl um, saying that I'm going to tell the cops that you beat me and rape me and her boyfriend videotaped But her. that's just blackmail. No, but to me, like, but, but Whoa, here's... But where, no, the girl, the girl was blackmailing the boyfriend. But what I'm saying is, like, okay, like, so let's say, like for example... Like, that wasn't that, real, right? So the boyfriend shouldn't worry about but that. But he could have gone to jail yeah, if but he, he sh- didn't have a video. Right. Like, let's say she took, like pictures of herself and like like a vlog video or a video and then like she's like going like my boyfriend like did this to me like you're just looking at black and blues bruises everywhere and you're like 10 15 years later and you're like holy shit he kicked the crap out of her and that's all you can go off of you're not necessarily gonna have you know picture and video evidence necessarily that he picked and like you can see i mean this is where i also like watch too much law and order svu where you can have like pictures of like you know like you can't determine then like 15 years later a bruise of somebody who's punching you or you know you punching yourself and on the flip side some women happen to enjoy extremely rough sex you laugh but it's fucking real thing and some people bruise easier than others i mean listen so so you're saying those women who enjoy that type of sex are taking pictures of themselves and Framing their boyfriends? 
No, I'm not saying? saying that they all are, but I'm not. I'm saying that it's definitely in the realm of possibility. I don't think, but here's the there thing. is a lot of possibilities, right? There's a lot of possibilities. That's so, which is why I'm saying it is up to our legal system to determine what's factual. Fair enough. No, definitely agree. But even like I said, like Don, and I this is said controversial topic. <laughs> no, but this is also <laughs> we went like, down a long rabbit hole. <laughs> no, but this is also like why I say like it's not just like because I know like a lot of people when they hear like controversies within like sexual harassment, they automatically go with sexual harassment against women. There's a lot of sexual harassment against men and like to me i feel like there's a lot of things where you can't just you know defy it like define it as you know she's being taken advantage of there are a lot of times where like a guy is taken advantage of with it sure. like some women are like crazy with things and there are guys who are also just as equally Wait, can crazy i read you guys things. a meme i know it's not appropriate but i'm gonna read it anyway. oh, God. <laughs> sure like so the it says a <laughs> Woman reports a predator anonymously. And then quotations. Anonymous accusations aren't credible. And then it says, Woman reports under her name. Quotations. She just wants fame and attention. Then again, Woman reports after years of attack. Quotations. Why did she wait so long? Women reports immediately. Quotations. What was she drinking, wearing, doing? Did she cause this upon herself? So there's no right or wrong. Right. There's always that. Mm. There's always all these questions that you, Harrison, have asked us. Right. So I think a lot of gray area. There's a lot of gray area because there's no right or wrong. Like a woman feels something happened to them. They might be right. They might be wrong. There might be a lot of different things that happened or a man had that same thing happen to them. There might be right, wrong, whatever. I think you should report it no matter what and however you do it, people are going to question you. Mm -hmm. As long as you feel like you're telling the truth, I think that's what matters the most. And for the statute of limitations, I honestly do believe 15 to 20 years, You, I know that seems like a very long time, but a lot of things happen during that time. Because... You're not Something sure what happens. And and I think now with technology, if it happens now, maybe it, it might not need that long. But I think 15 years ago, for me especially, I think I think things like that 15 years ago, like there's things that happened to me a long time ago that I'm like, oh, my God, that was not cool. Would I bring that up now? I'm over it. Like that's stuff that I wouldn't want to bring to light right now. But that's me. But there's other women out there who are basing their entire life rest on it. Who have, yeah, their entire life has been changed because of that instance. Absolutely. And so putting like a limitation on that is not cool in my opinion. It's just hard because not everybody is the same person. Not everybody has the same inner strength. Not everybody has the same support. And not everybody just has the same mindset. So it's always going to be a slippery slope. Like I said, there are things that, you know, we're still going through as far as like reforms within our own community that you would not think that like, oh, my God, that's still a thing. It is. It's still a thing. And there's no limitation as to how long it's going to be a thing. That's crazy. One hour and 52 minutes. (laughs) And so the bottom line with this three. Three to ten years for Bill Cosby is not enough. 
I don't think it's enough, but you know, yeah, thirty something women. Yeah, I kind of agree with that one too. Yeah, it's it's not enough, but you know what? What I will say is something. Exactly. I'm happy that it's something. I'm happy that it's not, you know, unfortunately, like just another celebrity, just another person who's. Oh, crap. Another one gets away with it. And like, you know, he got something, whether he's got, you know, 10 more years to live, 20 more years to live, or he becomes the next bionic man. Like, unfortunately, it is something. But I'm happy that he has been able to be accountable for his actions and that you know maybe this is like the positive step forward to show that it's not okay god damn deep thoughts <laughs> that was your bad for asking about i know i shouldn't have said any controversial <laughs> topics um so non-controversial topics how do people find you find out about you find out about your studio uh i don't recommend phone numbers but a website's probably not a bad idea um you could go to our website which is dreamdancefitness.com you can find us on groupon uh you can find us on google um give you us can call. find us on instagram and facebook yep. and snapchat follow us we got some crazy videos and things that we post so it's dream dance fitness um, wow you have a really nice website thank you thank you so dreamdancefitness.com dream dance fitness on instagram dream dance fitness on facebook ddf family on snapchat yep Dream Dance Fitness apparently was too long. <laughs> um, and we're also on Twitter, but we don't use it that often. So Dream Dance Fitness. You'll find one of us. Yep. All right. Good stuff. Any Instagrams, Facebooks for each other or yourselves? So my Instagram is Toshinator001. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. When did you make that? When you were 10? <laughs> <laughs> no. So I'm known as the Toshinator because basically I'm brutally strong um so just like uh some crazy strength t-a-s-h t-a-s-h i-n-a-t-o-r zero zero one so like the terminator but toshinator and i'm m gloria six oh no siri (laughs) she's like terminator where Yeah. Oh my god, a cyborg. (gasps) My lover. Is it a unicorn? No, they're killing machines. (laughs) All right. If you follow my Instagram, you'll see like a lot about Taco Tuesday. Follow. This is a long podcast. All right, ladies. I did love it. I mean, next time, next time you come back, we're doing more than one shot. Hell yeah. Sounds good. All right. right, Thank you, Harrison, for having us. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Brutally Honest Podcast. I'm your host, Harrison Barron. And if you haven't already and you've gotten this far on the podcast, smash that subscribe button. Um, I always appreciate you guys doing that, sharing it out, telling people. That's how the podcast gets heard around the world. Uh, There were people listening to it that I've been told in Japan. I know people all around the world that are constantly, constantly listening to the podcast. And the fact that it's not just local makes me so happy. You guys have no idea. Uh, we're, I'm trying to do them more often to try to hit that number 100 mark. And uh, from there on out, um, my goal is to make some major renovations to the podcast. I know that's probably long overdue, but uh, new intro music, obviously the new website. The website's basically done. I'm just waiting to roll it out. Um, 
new guests, new caliber of guests. Uh, not saying there's anything wrong with the people I have now, but possibly some very, very new familiar, uh, very, very new faces. Um, and might even break into Skype calls every once in a while for a podcast. Uh, I'm having people nationally that there's no way that they could make it here, uh, take interest in the podcast and, that might be the only way. I promise that the quality will not suck, and I look forward to having you guys listen to the next episode. Until then, love you guys. Thank you. I'll see you next time.